Welcome to the 105th episode of News Dump, where we run through the hottest topics in the Lewis County news scene and discuss... In the hottest room. In the hottest room. It's 105 degrees on our 105th episode. It, it is, is quite not, warm in here. But it's very warm. It. I would believe 105. I'm a local man, Aaron Vantile, joined today by Chronicle Executive Editor Eric Schwartz, Chronicle VP Franklin Taylor, and Chronicle Reporter Isabel Vanderstoop. And we're joined in spirit by sponsors Summit Funding and The Roof Doctor... It is very hot. Mm-hmm. And I have heard that the county is installing a burn ban. Is that accurate? That is accurate. Uh, it's not a total burn ban. There are still some um, like recreational campfires you can have depending on the stipulations. They have to like meet certain ones. But in general, yeah, you have to stop like burning your, I don't know. Well, it's very Sticks. kind of Your our, burnables. <laughs> our Promethean overlords over in Chehalis granting us the right to burn a few things it's just on a, our own property. It's just an unincorporated More Lewis County, rights. so that doesn't apply to you, actually. I think I am an unincorporated Lewis County. More really? rights being taken away. Probably can't even light our tire piles on fire anymore. I, how <laughs> am I going to... This garbage ain't going to burn itself. <laughs> um, yeah, I, for one, am offended... Anyway, how are you guys doing? Good. I'm fine. Good. You guys excited for the SDP this weekend? I'll speak for everyone when I just say, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> are you more offended by the traffic or the unrelenting exhibition of people exercising near you? I don't know. I don't want to upset the bicyclists like I upset the cryptocurrency folks last week, but oh, I really can't stand getting stuck behind a bicyclist that's just like, you know, like on a windy road and they're just like kind of right in there. They're just kind of in the lane, and you're yeah. like, "Come on, just get just get just off the road." Ignoring bit. innovations in means of conveyance. Okay. So you don't you don't I set up your yard as a camping spot for these guys? No, I don't. I don't have any problem with them, to be honest. It's that's exactly how I feel about bikes. I'm like, I'm fine. I get that other people like them, but every time I see someone just in town on a bike, I think, "Have you heard of a car?" <laughs> like, yeah. if you could just if you're just going to like a regular place. I mean, I get it, but I also don't. You know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we now we have discussed the STP. We'll talk about it again next week, probably. God, everybody maybe bike not. haters. I don't hate the bikes. I just hate them when they're in like such large. Amounts. I just hate when I they're in my it. way. I respect it. I mean, fine. do your thing. It's you respect just... that you you respect their right to lead that lifestyle. You just don't want them throwing it in your face. Is I mean, that what you're saying? Seattle, <laughs> Seattle to Portland, north to south. It's all downhill, right? They just get going in Seattle and just roll. <laughs> yeah, that's all how, the way how to north to south yeah, works. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It should be easy for them. All right, uh, we're on kind of a schedule tonight, so we'll just jump into news items. Uh, first item, Svenson no-shows Lewis County Republicans meeting. I haven't read the story. I just saw the there comments. There isn't one yet. I just saw the comments on the live video where everybody was posted up, ready for Brandon Svenson, chair of the Lewis County Republicans, to show up to the Lewis County Republicans regular meeting. No, special meeting. Special meeting Monday night where they were going to vote on whether or not to keep him as their chairman. All the stars were there. Congressional candidate Joe Kent, Joe Kent uh, Morton Police Chief Roger Morningstar, who was wearing his Hawaiian shirt made entirely of Punisher logos, which reminds everyone he understands neither the Punisher nor Hawaii. It was a good shirt. Solid uh, shirt. Sure. Do you think, you, think, uh, you think he got it downtown at uh, Slusher's Coins? I do not. I think I he probably, it looks that. like something that you do think he that? had commissioned. I don't. No, that was 100% a Facebook ad that was reading all of his things that he likes. And they were like, oh, Hawaii. Kind of looks like a think? nice shirt, though. Like, to be honest, it did have like a cotton look about it. I mean, it, 
If it weren't covered in Punisher logos and he weren't a cop, it would be fine. If you're a superhero fan, that's a fine shirt. If you're a cop, you can't wear a Punisher shirt. The Punisher's whole deal is executing people who may or may not be guilty of something because he thinks they are. most of the time they're guilty. (laughs) Um, Anyway. It's worth mentioning that this meeting was a special meeting, not a regular meeting, and it was held during a Winlock City Council meeting that is regularly scheduled, and Brandon Svensson is the mayor of Winlock, and that's where he was during this meeting. It would have been impossible for him to attend both meetings, Aaron. Well, I'm not saying that. Impossible. (laughs) Absolutely impossible. I just think that's worth mentioning. I don't think it's... Why did they hold the meeting on a night when Winlock City Council... That's what I'm saying. Interesting. It's almost like they held it specifically so he shouldn't show up. That's kind of what it felt like. But they needed him there to vote him out. Yeah, as I understand it, it if they chose to go like, that route, that's not a that's not a assumed finish. It just sort of felt like they wanted to have this meeting to talk about why they wanted to do it, like, and then nobody wanted to talk about why they wanted to do it. Uh huh. It was weird. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Do it you was think- extremely hostile, by the way, and I would say this no. to any group of people who was present at this meeting, or any person who was present at this meeting would agree with me. Like everybody was pissed off. It was just like it didn't matter which side you were on. You were just angry about some other side, and everybody was like, "Why can't we all get along?" But then we're not getting along, and it was just like, ugh. It was very frustrating and hard, and it's hard to like know what is like news to the general public out of that and what isn't. And yeah, like I said, I, I would feel comfortable saying that in front of everybody because it was like that hostile and it was that obvious. Just a, just a bunch of people pissy about a thing that wasn't going to happen. Well, it was all sorts of different sides of it, but yeah, I don't know. We'll go into more detail on the story, I guess. Uh, do you think Joe Kent and Roger Morningstar were upset? They showed up for nothing and, do you think they knew he wasn't showing up? Like, they're both Svensson's boys, right? Um, Joe Kent, I don't know. I talked to I asked him why he was there. He was like, I think Brandon's cool. I'm here to support him. So I guess Morningstar, on the other hand, is a PCO. So he's invited to this meeting despite his connection, regardless of his connection well, to Svensson. Isn't Svensson his employee in the Morton Police Department, sort of? No. Svensson is... Svensson's with Toledo, never mind. Takes are so uninformed, Aaron. Svensson is he was in the like, Reserve Academy, which is out of Morton, but that doesn't mean he's one of Roger Morningstar's employees. Like I said, Morningstar is an elected PCO, so this is something that he is compelled to go to regardless of what the content of the meeting is. Uh-huh. Okay. Do you think that once they showed up and realized Svensson wasn't there, they were like, man, we could have been out here doing, you know, more important work, like looking for those stolen 2020 ballots or (laughs) writing Donald Trump fanfic or fighting crime? Is that a real thing? Donald Trump fan fiction? Oh, Oh, everything's a thing. Oh, you think it's not? Uh, You gotta, you gotta send me the link. I mean, I haven't looked it up. I just, you know, it exists. I gotta see it. Um, there's look, man. If you can name a person, there is fanfic about them. Yep, I just Googled it. It's a thing. There you go. Frank. Oh, it just probably That's popped up pretty Aaron quick. Aaron's sitting Google over there. He's got a Twitter handle and just thinks he's the only one who understands the internet. Isn't that like Rule 34? Eh. Wow. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it is a Rule 34. Anyway, let's not get too far down that rabbit hole. No. You know, you know what they could have been doing that was more useful than attending that meeting where nothing happened? Checking out their roof. 
Maybe call on the roof doctor. See if there's anything wrong with it. You know? I love it. Hard pivot. The Roof Doctor, a family-owned roofing company since 1959. They offer roofing, roof repair, roof cleaning, emergency roofing. Serving Olympia, Chehalis, Tacoma, Shelton, Hoquiam, Longview, probably all the way out to wherever this meeting was. Chehalis? It was in Chehalis. There you go. And they'll give you a free estimate. Um, and what's their, they got a special, like, I can't up wait to, up to, to $1,000 <laughs> off if you yeah, mention up to news dump. Off. Not if you mention news dump, just especially it's their ongoing thing. I mentioned news dump. Uh, I'm just visit. waiting for you to segue COVID 19 news into the roof doctor one of these days. One of these days. Uh, <laughs> Probably later in this very <laughs> podcast. Visit theroofdoctor.com for more information. Our next item Cheese Days happened in Toledo. There's a parade, there's cheese sandwiches, and Isabel won tennis or something. Boom, she had hardware. Yeah. Did yeah, you that, beat so the, the person, first time uh, in three years, right? Or two years that they've had that tournament? The tennis uh, tournament. They didn't have it in 2021, didn't have it in 2020. So the last one was 2019. So it's been missed for two. Did you beat the girl playing in jeans? The girl playing in jeans. <laughs> well, yes, I did beat Athlete. her later when she was <laughs> not in jeans, but she just got on the court in that moment to like get on. And we were just like hitting like that wasn't actually a real match when okay. that happened. Uh, how word she she was also a 16 year old girl, so uh, I am not trying to brag about beating her. Isabel like, Punisher, is a new player. Just, that's light work for Isabel. <laughs> wow. How were the cheese sandwiches? I did not eat a cheese sandwich, but I did go to the Market Fresh uh, lunch rib barbecue, as I do every time I'm at Cheese Days, and I had some delicious baby back ribs. There's also another thing that Isabel says she does at every Cheese Days, because I was like, how'd you do? And you were like, I win. That's all I do down there. I win. I almost put it in the cut line. There's a picture of her that like we a real I win. Like a real yeah. Ricky Bobby That's cut all line. I do. Or okay. she's like, I have 15 trophies may I say, Cheese Days. <laughs> may I say, obviously, like Cheese Days is like just a for fun thing, and it's very silly. But um, my dad and I have this inside joke that it's like the biggest accomplishment of our lives. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we love to. You won't get the reference, but it's a bit of a Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> Actually, I Watch have I have heard about that. I, I have <laughs> seen point, part just, of that. At this I know point, just know. melt down all the trophies into one big trophy. Actually, we just like cleared out some of our trophies because we were cleaning out the attic. But we used to have <laughs> one like one of the trophies uh, broken, so we used it as the star on top of our Christmas oh, tree. I love like, it. That's how <laughs> that's, hard we leaned that's in. Great. It I like that. Wow. It was that funny. Is awesome. We leaned into it really. hard. That is awesome. I love that. The nice. Cheese Days Parade also that's awesome. set off another spirited debate over Princess Napawina in uh, Napa Vine. I yeah. noticed that photo mm -hmm. got plucked from the bunch that I posted yesterday and there's a lot of angry faces on that bad boy. Yeah, I saw that. I think it's worth <laughs> posting just that, like no context. I, I think that's a worthy thing for us to do and just be like, look at this because plenty of people are going to be like, that's insane. And plenty of people for some reason think it's great. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's definitely like good to show that this is happening, but it's also like, oh, I wish we didn't have to wish we didn't have to the post controversy that. being Princess Napa wine is dressed in Native American attire and as just, envisioned yeah. by uh this century and not just like classic, not like in any sort of honoring Native Americans, it's in like a costume like caricature like kind of it's Halloween like it's, it's, it's like Native spirit American Halloween costume. yeah it's spirit Halloween <laughs> it 
Yeah. There was an effort a few years ago, and I don't know if they still do it. I'm embarrassed that I don't know, but they had a Miss Noachum Valley that would be announced at the same time, and I think that was maybe a low-key effort to kind of transition over. I'd support that. I think it's a good idea. You could go ahead and rebrand the festival, too. Yeah, yeah. the Napa Vine Fun Time Festival. Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. luck beating that name. Hey, come on. I know a few people that work very, very, very hard to get that thing going every year. And yeah. so I'm not going to, I'm not going to shit on it, but that's not like the issue. There's probably a way that you could just revamp the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one fell swoop. It's, it's just like, it's one of those kinds of things. The way I see it is it's not necessary to continue like offending people for it to be a good time. Like it would be very easy to have a really similar thing without like offending people. And why would you like want to just double down instead of making a fun time festival more inclusive? Like what if you just called it, hear me out here, princess Napavine. Yeah. And you just dress like whatever you want. I, I want to <laughs> agree with what Isabel said. I think putting it out there without context or judgment or anything, I just threw it in with a group of photos. <laughs> it was an interesting photo from the parade. Mm. It's good because I think it maybe people are, aren't aware at all, like maybe some of the original organizers, that they could be offensive. It, it exposes them. They're going to see a nice picture and be like, oh, look at the reactions there. And then yeah. at least they read and see that other people are unhappy with it. But all right, Fun time gotta, festival this weekend. Napa Vine, be we there. Gotta, <laughs> we got to move along. Uh, next item, Lewis County Coroner breaks down 2022 deaths to date. Uh, quote from the story, including conversations about organ harvesting, autopsies, and the storage of evidence containing biological samples. This meeting is aptly held before lunchtime. <laughs> nice work. I, Isabel crafts every lead. They're always good. Uh, this is the Warren <laughs> McLeod's meeting with I the commissioners, them. correct? Yes. Yeah. Uh, last this is year, just a regular like monthly meeting, but yeah. it, it was an interesting one, so I felt like putting it out. Uh, Emily helped as well. Last year, the county had 944 deaths, up from 874 in 2020 and 810 in 2019. We're on pace for another jump in 2022. Of those 2021 deaths, 849 were natural causes, and 161 of those were related to COVID. We had two homicides, 13 suicides, 42 accidental deaths, 10 undetermined. Ooh, mystery. And 25 where the coroner's office was, or were the coroner's office helping another agency with something like identifying human remains. Those are always fun. Where or where would have worked. Yes. Uh, Warren McLeod also talked about his agency's grant for a forensic drying chamber, which stores evidence with blood and whatnot on it. For about a decade, they've been using their own makeshift chamber. Quote from Warren, one of our guys cut a hole in it and put a fan in there, a small fan, and that was used as a drying chamber. That fan has been running 24 hours a day for about nine years now. I don't know the brand of the fan, but if I get it, that's the one you want to buy, McLeod said. <laughs> I love that so much. That was a nice detail. Uh, I, I was like, this an doesn't... an impressive fan. I, I was thinking this is not like relevant to any reader, but I have to put it in. It's so funny. There was also an error in the story. Yeah, this is a fun one. Yeah, the he was quoted. Warren was quoted as saying something about lung bones, but he commented on the Facebook post and said, "Actually, I was saying long bones. I know it can be hard to understand with my accent. I'm from Boston, something along those lines." Here is his uh, his actual quote from the meeting, like a clip. Wish to provide the gift of donation of either corneas or tissue or long bones to help other people in need. You can see how I got lung what, out of that. What's your one more? Maybe. The um, 
lung bones and skin and teeth. Yeah, and yeah, interesting. What concerns me the most is that I did not think twice about what is a lung bone. Like, <laughs> it's the rib cage. Yeah, I was just something. like, oh yeah, it's just that's just a rib. Like, like whatever. Oh, yeah, the lung bones. There's a lot of bones in the body. <laughs> you don't want to. You don't want to break those bones. I felt so bad. Poor Warren was probably like, ugh, these people. He was real nice about uh, it. Though, Warren, McLeod, Warren McLeod remains a, a treasure at the county level. Yeah, I was also happy that you updated. It's like one of those bonus news things. If you're actually a news follower that um, they, his, uh, it was a deputy coroners that got a raise and they're not getting the same uh, 14 to $16 an hour that they were getting before. And now they're around $23 an hour because he fought for that for a long time, even like arguing against a raise for himself and other elected officials. And mm-hmm. was just like, let's pay these people. True yeah. man of the people. It's yeah. just kind of sad that they get the $23 an hour and then if inflation effectively probably wipes out that raise. Well, you so, know, yeah. when they when he first started like advocating for this, I mean, probably not the first time he ever did it, but the first time that we were like really covering this, they were making like 14 to $16 an hour and they spent like most of their days with families of the deceased. Like that's such a hard job and like not 80 enough. hours of training required. Yeah. 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 It's just, yeah. Uh, it was crazy how little they were making. And I mean, even 23 is probably like under compensation for how hard that job is, but still it's really great that they've got that up. The current like job market, if the County hadn't relented and given them those raises, I'm sure those jobs would be impossible Phil. Like, yeah, yeah, no kidding. You can hang out with the families of dead people or you can literally work anywhere and make more money. Yeah. Uh, next item. PL Town Council approves police contract with Morton. We don't got much on this, I'm sorry to say. This is pretty much the whole story. Uh, last Tuesday, the PL Town Council voted for a new contract to the Morton Police Department to cover PL, which does not currently have a police force. The contract would ensure a police presence in town. Would it? Uh, the agreement would largely maintain the status quo of a previous contract under which PL pays the county to hold individuals who have committed crimes in the town in county jail. Uh, this is not in the story, but it is 64 miles or one hour and seven minutes from the Morton Police Department office to PL. This seems impractical and is not the conference realignment story I expected <laughs> to read this week. Yeah, I, I just going to say again, we don't know anything about it, so I, I hesitate to speak on it at all. Matthew Zilstra, one of our reporters, was at the meeting, got the fact that they you know voted to approve this, and then he, he's got a request in for the contract, and we'll write more on it. And Chief Morningstar has agreed to talk with him uh, once the Morton Council takes up the matter, so I don't know. I get that it's really weird, though. I mean, it's not something we've had before. The Sheriff's Office has contracted with cities lots of times, but I'm not aware of a... I'm sure it's happened, um, but uh, I think Tenino Bucota maybe at one point Tenino covered yeah, Bucota. Yeah, but even that, like, but that's... yeah, no, we're skipping jurisdictions here. It is weird. It's different, yeah, for sure. So we look forward to getting some answers. Uh, let's see another item on here. Did you add this one, Isabel? I did. Commissioners, comma, public health to reevaluate spending on services for homeless in Lewis County. I read this and left it off, but we'll go with it. Oh, we don't have to. We don't. Oh no, no, no! It's on there care now. About the homeless. Before the county adds funding for services for homelessness, Commissioner Sean Swope wants to meet with contracted service providers with the goal of adding more accountability for recipients, he said. Uh, quote, I just feel the government system is failing its people right now by not having accountability built into these grants. Uh, the other commissioners seem to agree with him. Uh, well, Lee Gross did, for sure. Um, and then Lindsay Pollock, it seemed like... She leaned in on the drug take. issue a little bit more. So yeah. She, I mean, yeah. she was also saying, like, this is an issue that we're not doing right. I th- I thought that was sort of the message. I, I think, like, that quote, I think both of the commissioners seem to agree with that. Like, 
we got to figure out how to do this right. I don't know. I mean, I think you can make changes, but if you're putting the only, uh, the onus for fixing this on like the people suffering homelessness, like, yeah, I mean, I, clearly, I, like, just uh, none of us are going to have better answers than anybody else. For clearly, sure. he but, does. But say, I get your frustration. Clearly, he does say. I just feel the government system is failing people. But also, then I think it's like worth mentioning that he did say in that meeting. Uh, when you see people walking through our cities and they look like zombies because they're drugged out, we're failing our people. And I, I thought that was alarming language. And like, I talked to um, Patty Howard, who's the co-pastor at Gather, about it, and she was just like, "It's." She just basically said it's like really important to remember that markers for success are really personal, and like we can't just like we don't know what's going on in someone's life just by looking at them, whether however they look or however they're walking around on our streets. I don't know. I just thought like, I, I thought that that was really definitely worth mentioning. Yeah. 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 And actually like that quote, I could see how either there's not two sides to the homeless debate, but for simplifying purposes, let's say that there is, I could see how that would hit different tones on both sides. Cause I mean, I see people sometimes that do look zonked out and wandering around, but when you say they look like it and they're all like, because every single person's a different story. So yeah. I get how on the other side you could then just like be very upset by that comment if you've just helped, you know, a family or a mother or something like that yeah. and got there in a completely different way. Well, I think that's part of why I wanted to go into so much detail in this story was I'm sure there are plenty of people in Lewis County who completely agree with Swope. And I'm sure there are plenty of people who thought that was not the way to go about it. And like it, I think in general, his beef with the contracts are that there isn't enough accountability in them. So in general, most of the service providers probably feel like they're going about it in a way that is sort of a meet them where they are approach. And so it's, it's probably counter, but I've also heard from some of the service providers, Lewis County gospel mission included that like, Oh, we need to figure out how to add more of that. And it's, it's just a very complicated, very hard issue. And yeah, I hope that that reflected that in the story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, See, I told you he doesn't care about homeless people. <laughs> yes, that's that's definitely. I actually the thought that you would want to talk about this, Aaron. I'm kind of surprised that you didn't. But it's... Um, I knew we had a short one on okay. deck, and I didn't want to go through and make. I was just ready for another Isabel. Plenty of time to talk about Morning Stars Punisher shirt. Not enough time to talk about the homeless. Well, situation. I could talk about the problems with a Punisher shirt <laughs> on a police chief all day. It's like completely separate. Do you like Punisher, the comic book character? Do you think it's been co-opted and you're no longer a fan? No, I like Punisher. I liked Punisher before he was co-opted. Like, you shouldn't put a Punisher sticker on, like, a police car. Yeah. What no, are I you doing? That. I actually agree with you on that. It, yeah. It sends the wrong message. Not only does it send the wrong message, it tells you something about the person doing it. <laughs> like, it's, like, yeah. how they view themselves. <laughs> like, either they view themselves as a vigilante who is willing to kill any criminal for a minor offense, or they just stole it without reading the source material. And I don't know which one offends me more. <laughs> Definitely the source material. Uh, next item, Lewis County's one of a kind water conservancy board seeks volunteers. You guys Pretty exciting news. Jump into the water. But also isn't the, uh, the budget commission. Yes. Looking for volunteers? Like a lot of different boards right now are looking for them. I think the, the budget commission and also the lodging tax advisory commission. Ooh. 
So you could be on a lot of Lewis County boards right now if you're looking to volunteer. But this one, by far the coolest because it is the only one on the west side of the state. And you get to learn about water rights for free in something everyone wants to do, a 32-hour seminar by the Department of Ecology oh on water rights. That's not going to be dry. That is not going to be a dry. No That is way. not a dry seminar. Uh, if you attend this and you're, uh, you know, quote, volunteer, you get a little kickback of water rights for yourself? Take no. a <laughs> 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 little just like, oh, sorry, we, we dropped some of these water rights. Uh, you just get to haul out one of the big, like, coolers. Scoop some. <laughs> Off it's, the a, top. It's, a, it's a bowl. <laughs> Reach in there, grab your ticket. Yeah, take your, yeah, take yeah, your water yeah, rights. I also just really wanted to mention this quote from um, Jill Van Huel, I think is how you say her last name. She's a water rights specialist for Aspect Consulting. And even though she lives in Thurston County, she volunteers for this board. And she was like, I'm a bit of an odd duck. I really need a new hobby, don't I? I was like, oh my gosh, you love water rights, but I love that. You love water rights. I do. I, I sent it. This was just a press release from the county. We get them all the time. That was like, we need volunteers. And you were like, full-fledged story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, know. I don't know if there's anything I'm glad more interesting. I'm glad you I did, though. I want to take a look at this now. I go into every opportunity I can thinking, how can I make this about water rights? Well, the lack of that kind of... <laughs> <laughs> the lack of that kind of reporting, though, I think is directly like connected to the fact that they always have to ask, ask for volunteers because nobody knows what the hell it is. So you get a bunch of people that just want some sort of resume in government or it, I don't know. You're not getting the right people to That's the table I said, every time. You get to learn about water rights for free. It was good. Yep. In a 32 hour, perfectly, very, very juicy, very interesting fun I think this should be your next adventure, Franklin. You're pursuing Ooh. the PCO seat. I think the uh, we'll, Water Conservancy Board would look real nice right next to If I didn't work should, for the Chronicle, I would go to that yes. seminar. <laughs> Isabel would be full-time volunteer. <laughs> I think water is, is this the one you asked if it would be yeah. <laughs> okay like, if you actually covered conflict? it? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just go to the meeting. <laughs> I don't know, Isabel. We can, we can, we got to look into that. This is near and dear to your heart. We got to see if it if it's a conflict. I just think mm. water law is really interesting. All right. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Hi, this is Jacek from Summit Funding. Here's what a recent client is saying about us. Hi, this is Chad Taylor. Have you been thinking about purchasing or refinancing your current home? The team at Summit Funding is the best in class. Looking for a conventional FHA, VA, USDA, jumbo, or even a reverse mortgage? Trust the team at Summit Funding. Corley and I did, and we couldn't be happier. Thank you to all of our past clients. If you have any questions, give us a call at 360-330-4037. Not an axe guy, by the way. All right, we're back <laughs> on. <laughs> now you're going to hear my laugh discussion right on as we deodorant. start. So a spirited we were discussion talking about on deodorant. whether or not Franklin is an axe guy. He says no. We all disagree. Not an axe guy. guy. We're back. Smell it. You know what? <laughs> Isabel's a reporter. I invite her into my house. She's literally drinking a truly wild berry hard seltzer. What like Come. other? Ne- Evidence? Do you need You're opposite <laughs> opposite of being an axe guy? You see that You're hair gel? An axe guy. Right now? The hair gel is organic. <laughs> this is this is this is actually coconut curling cream. You could use this as lotion as well. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> Sounds like something an axe guy would say. Do you prefer, do you <laughs> Not an axe Kilo guy. or Phoenix, <laughs> or like black chocolate. <laughs> um, Phoenix, if any, I like that name. <laughs> All right, Tales from the Takes page, aka the opinion section. Our first column. I think this is going to be divisive. 
Politicians aren't responsible for high gas prices, question mark. Oh, comma, give us a break, says Senator Jeff Wilson. From you Long son View. of a bitch. Keep your hands <laughs> off Jeff Wilson. <laughs> he's going to come he down here. He's Aaron hasn't done anything. He just read the it headline. Was in, the, in the pre-show production meeting, yeah. he had already aired his takes, and they were terrible. Quotes, Jeff's going to come down here with this tank. <laughs> yeah, the guy's got a tank, and he drove it to the beach. Wouldn't anyway. you? No. See, I feel like, Schwartz, you brought this on by... by relinquishing the don't say anything bad. He hadn't even got there. Yeah. Trying to uh, mix quote it. from Jeff Wilson <laughs> in his column, quote, ever since gas prices shot into the stratosphere and then came back down, I've been hearing a come back of down. apologists what the hell was that? declare that elected officials Jesus. aren't responsible for high gas prices. Well, I happen to be an elected official and I don't think that's fair. I'm so hung you're up. An yeah, you just official. misquoted him, Aaron. Like, <laughs> he did that to begin with. He read the headline earlier. It was like politicians c- cause high gas prices. Oh, give us a break! Like he just flipped it on its ear. Okay, and then he talks trying about trying to gas stop taxes. Jeff Wilson from holding government accountable for our high gas prices, which you think have gone down because they are now five nineteen as opposed to five fifty nine. Uh, we were at the same bar watching the news last <laughs> night, where they were below four dollars a gallon. In you some guys places. watched that was the a guy news giving it away as if it was. You that was a promotion. That what happens it when you turn thirty late. Like thirties. <laughs> anyway, I actually don't know. Made the news are. because he made it three ninety nine. It wasn't was the gas it. prices. I can't believe you're reporting. Fox Q thirteen Fox right. is reported. Yep. Anyway, Jeff Wilson goes on to write. The market has done an excellent job of raising gas prices all by itself, sir. This is in direct conflict with the title of your essay. Also, if politicians are responsible, and you're a politician. Lower the prices, you joker. That's all I'm saying. Make up your mind. Yes, this as is a minority member, as a, as a new lawmaker of the minority party in Olympia, I'm sure he could just walk up there, pull a lever, and drop them down. If it's a gas button. prices it's not a lever, it's are... A button. God damn it. I'm... <laughs> oh, I got high. muted. How can... Censorship. I, I accidentally muted myself. <laughs> <laughs> if gas prices are I'll so, let you finish. Go ahead. If gas prices are so high, how can he afford to drive a tank to the beach? <laughs> Checkmate. <laughs> what he, That's actually pretty good. I got no. I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking the tank comes on a trailer. So we could tow it to the beach? I that's feel like that's just as much spendy. or more gas, probably. Diesel, yeah. That's less gas. Diesel tank? Is it a steam tank? While you guys were arguing, Franklin and I were talking about how old you are. Isabel guessed it. And I guessed Eric's age perfectly. Yeah, she nailed it. Right. Part two of the test. Age, When's so. his birthday? October? Close. Close. September. All right, next, next. Oh, column. you're just going to move along? I was letting you finish your point. Oh, my point was done moments ago when I blasted his column with that tank comment. I would just kindly note a very. Blew it up like a man with a my own very tank. Very elementary point here. Literally, if the Democrats in Olympia wanted to lower taxes immediately, they could. And they don't want to, so they won't. And they don't. And that's not a partisan thing. It's just a fact. Like, if mm-hmm. they wanted to lift the gas tax, like Biden said, they could do it. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to. So his point is 100% correct. Sure. But your point about the tank and the beach, I mean, I can't really counter that. That was, that was, uh, that was good. You won that round. Uh, next column, Richard Stride wrote a column about a book he's reading, which is my least favorite kind of column. Are you, I got nothing. To and say. then Franklin in the comments wrote, you mean best column. <laughs> I have no columns in the book he's talking about, but anytime I read a column, it's like, you know, it's really good to read this book. 
Uh, you know, I, like eh. some of our readers very much like Richard Stride. I do too. Doris okay. Wood Brunsickle wrote a letter saying that she enjoyed it and that he had like a minister's bedside manner or something like that. Yeah, I agree. It's not for everybody, just like our other columns. It's just a general like when somebody's like, "Here's a thing I wrote about a book I read." It's like, well, what? Just tell me to go read the book. You don't need to explain it. That's Next enough. thing you're going to be telling me that you don't enjoy Bill Mueller clearing his desk each week. Uh, and I'm yeah. just not here for that. It's like if I sent you a half Bill hour Mueller video. Bill Mueller was, was the like, highlight of my day today, by the way. He yeah, great. he was here. He was yeah. on site. He was here and he said that I am very professional for my age. God, and I thought, nice. I was like, that's the nicest thing that's happened to me all day. Did you say the same to him? <laughs> I did not. He's 94. Though, we went up to talk to him and he, last order of business, was like, I was really hoping to meet that wonderful young journalist. And Aww. Coralie immediately, no offense to anyone else, but I think she just knew, you know, you've been doing a lot of good work lately. So Coralie immediately was like, oh, Isabel. Oh, <laughs> so and sweet. And he was like, yes. Oh, so, that's so nice. Uh, next item, letter to the editor, bring back hound hunting for cougars. <laughs> this um, one made me laugh so much. Yeah, this is a highly controversial issue. It's very, this quote in particular, where there used to be deer everywhere, there are none, is so funny to me because both sides of this generalization are insane. Like uh-huh. that there were deer everywhere and now there are none. Neither one is true. But, but I would funny. say the guy's writing from Randall and probably has a nice stretch out there if you've been used to maybe generational seeing deer and you're not seeing them anymore and you correlate have, that to the cougar situation i could see that i have absolutely no issues with this guy's take or his like feelings about deer totally fine <laughs> i just think that statement is like a crazy thing to write you don't know how happy i get though when i get a letter to the editor and it's not about, not about Trump politics and it's not about biden yeah. it's not about anything it's just any other thing that was in the paper no i agree and we had the story on the, the girl in northeast washington i believe that got attacked by a cougar mm-hmm. um and a couple others and that was what he was referencing he said in the, the email but in I his letter think, yeah. Well under 500 words. Oh, God. I also he kept like, it under 50, and I appreciate that shit. That's, he did some good math here, good. too. That is he says, good. they claim a cougar will kill a deer every nine days. Multiply that by the 2,500 cougars they say are in the state, and that's a total of 90,000 deer a year. Like, is that, does that add up? Like, I don't know. I didn't do the math. I feel like, like I said, I have no problem with him thinking that hunting cougars is good. That's fine. He can think that. But he's talking about hound hunting for cougars. Like, isn't that just like release the hounds? It's poaching right now. Isn't it like, like that when big they, ring they, they run broke up, up a tree or something. Yeah, that big ring they broke up was that. Yeah, you run them up a tree and you shoot them that way. But there are people that still use hounds to hunt cougars. It's illegal, but I I know for a fact. Question: Is it poaching to let your dog run like a? a cougar on your property up a tree? That's a good question. Like if know. you have like, like a guard like dog like or like you have a farm yeah. dog or whatever, like, and they just... And then you shoot it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of a weak-ass cougar to just get run up a tree by a random farm dog. Well, maybe you have like a really sick know, that's a good dog. Point. That's a good point, though. Like if, it was, like, if, if it was like a tag, like stalking Cat. your livestock for a while. Yeah. And you just... I know there's protections like, for people when it comes to livestock and animals and things, so I would assume it would fall within that. I understand that there aren't like... And even like sometimes with livestock, it doesn't automatically mean that you can like kill them. But in the situation, let's say that a cougar was attacking your livestock and then your dog ran them up a tree. Can you shoot the cougar? You know I what I like mean? I think so. I, I would, mean, I would assume. I, I think most people would just do it. 
to be honest, but like, do you guys remember that news story? I mean, how many times though, like, is, is that, that's, that's not a story that's ever going to no, get I'm out sure. though. You mean, you just sure. like, shh, don't tell anybody about that. <laughs> don't don't mention that. <laughs> you guys remember the guy that got attacked by a cougar and killed it with his bare hands. And that story Turned circulated like a for a couple days and oh, everybody yeah. was amazed. And then a picture of it came out and it was a this little baby cougar. No. <laughs> like, jumped yeah. He's probably like, don't take any pictures. <laughs> exactly. I would have buried it. I would have just been like, oh yeah, 300 pound cougar. It's massive. <laughs> it was fat cougar. It was fat, oh, it was fat cougar. Yeah. Fat cougar. Thick cougar. Uh, and then oh, wait, let's, you know what, before we go any further, uh, my favorite comments on the bring back the hound hunts letter. Uh, one of them was, yes, kill off the cougars so there's more deer for me to kill. Good Lord. <laughs> then the follow-up to that column was, agreed. Nothing says manliness like a man killing a defenseless animal except if he does it with his bare hands. The wait, use of camouflage- wait, wait, wait. Do they hey, think wait, wait. cougars are defenseless? No, hold on. Yeah, that's true. A cougar is definitely not defenseless. Except if he does it with his bare hands. The use of camouflage, high-powered rifles, and hounds is the coward's way of doing things. If someone wants to kill a cougar, I say let them at it, so long as he is naked, barefoot, and uses nothing but what God gave him, Come his on. intellect and bare Excuse hands. Excuse me? I 100% agree. <laughs> what? You yeah, agree with absolutely. this? Absolutely. What? I think it should be open season on any kind of livestock as long as you're using a weapon you've made, like foraged yourself. You mean you go out there and like make a spear? If you're going to lord of the flies it out there, you can kill all the hounds, (laughs) bears, cougars, whatever you want. (laughs) I am 100% in the room. Call call Fish and Wildlife and be like, but I I did it like by myself. Like it's got to be. I think they'd respect you. (laughs) I like this person's take of thinking a cougar's defenseless, though. That's, well, yeah. a cougar is well, defenseless I mean, in the sense it that if the cougar crazier. can't go down to like cougar sunburns and buy itself his own gun to shoot back at you. Yet, untap, cougar untap market. Oh, untap technically, market. humans can't go down to human sunburns anymore. The cougar doesn't have your favorites. True. What? I don't know. I don't know if they sell weapons. I was Cougar doesn't have either of your favorite weapons. A debit card. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that was my favorite take on the cougars. I, I, yeah, I agree. Um, and then Midkey wrote a column about summer festival food, and he highlights them all. But he asked the question, who does it best without answering it? I didn't like that, but I liked his description of the food. It's the fair. I mean, that's the answer. <laughs> sure. Cop out. But it's just, the, I mean, just the answer. I mean, I mean, the fair is the the armed hunter of the debate that's here. That's the right answer. And then everything, everything else is else. just like on Alaska serving you apples. It grew itself. Oh, no. They do a great breakfast out there. I, I have to step out now, guys. I'll see you. All right. Peace see out. you later. Uh, that was have... the sound of everyone turning off. Uh-huh. Cronline.com, where everyone listens to this podcast. <laughs> do, do we have a People's <laughs> Champion of the Week? Uh, oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. We have a People's Champion of the Week. I thought we should go with, uh, well, we'll go with the whole family, but uh, Drew Douglas Boom, um, yep. and then Steve and Jenny Douglas, his parents of Shehalis. Um Drew Douglas died by suicide in September of last year. It was pretty uh, heart-wrenching, hard hit to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But Steve and Jenny and others have started the Drew North Foundation to help kids that are struggling, and I don't think that you could have a more... Uh, laudable goal than that. Yeah. Um, so that would be, that would be my choice for hero of the week. I think that's a fantastic, great, great choice. Yep. Uh, sirens banger of the week. I've got two quick entries. The headlines are fireworks, damaged toilet and dis indecent exposure arrest. 
<coughs> so shocked the indecent exposure turned up on your sirens banger of the week. I know, shocking. Uh, the first one, damage to the inside of a portageon in the 700 block of East Locust Street was reported just after 10.30 p.m. on July 6th after someone reportedly set off a firework inside of it. Who amongst us has not set off a firework inside of a toilet? I was just going to say, as far as blowing up a toilet goes, you're going you're gonna to be like, <laughs> well, officers, go visit my friend Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then the other one, uh, a shayless woman was arrested and booked into Lewis County jail for allegedly exposing her buttocks, private area and breasts in public in front of a woman and a five-year-old, uh, Franklin, were you listening to the scanner that day? And how quickly did you get to gold Street? I tried to make it. I did not, I did not get there in time. Sorry to hear it, but you know what? I'm glad that the indecent exposures have been, uh, equitable. Yeah. Yeah. One time growing up in Forks, uh, I was with some of the boys, and we were across from the transit center. Go on. And uh, my buddy had a big old explosive we had bought down on the uh, Quilly Reservation, and it had a long fuse on it, and he threw it in the trash can and then lit it, and then, you know, we ran back across the street giggling. And in the, like, 20 seconds there, a police officer pulls up, like, in between <laughs> us and the thing, and he's like, what are you guys up to? Are you guys going to move it along? It's private business. And then all of a sudden, it just exploded behind him. <laughs> it's like... Ah, no, I don't have any idea how that got there. (laughs) Who amongst us? Yeah. That is awesome. I really thought you were going to be like, we were, we were bumping around forks and we saw a woman's butt. (laughs) No, no. I know. I thought that was going to be into the exposure story. No, it was an explosive story. Got more of them afterwards if you guys have time. Uh, (laughs) A couple Facebook comments of the week on a post about a cougar sighting in Longview. The post says, when the easy deer have been depleted, the big cat will come for your pets first. You'll be the next meal. The consequences of an uneducated voting public. And then the next comment is, that looks more like a kangaroo to me. (laughs) LOL. LOL. Um, I like the doom and gloom from after they eat the deer, they'll come for you. Well, I mean, if you think the cougar, like, imagine, like, the cougar being so controversial. Just wait till the wolves get here, man, because they're already here, some would say. Yeah. People don't like that. They'll be eating you. No, they'll eat your they'll eat your livestock. They, Ralph well, better watch out. They will never get through that fence I constructed to keep Ralph safe. Those wolves are gonna make Ralph their new boyfriend. The wolves will get through and Ralph will roll out and be like, I'm not locked in here with you, you're locked in here with me. That's <laughs> and then he'll take a nap. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. <laughs> and then he'll take a nap. Um let's see. On the live video of the Svensson non hearing comments included why you all keep showing nothing. Tell us what has happened. He had a chance to show up to defend himself and he chose not to. And then somebody said, Oh, look, a rhino. I, I, does anybody even know what that means anymore? Republican name only, man. I don't know who they were talking about though. It was showing How come like dino hasn't caught on like a Democrat name only. <laughs> Nobody's doing that. No, I guess not. Could be our thing. <laughs> dino calling out Democrats for not being Democrat enough. Yeah, yeah, we yep. should. F and Dino. <laughs> uh, and then on Jeff Wilson's column, the comment says, LMAO, this commentary isn't even slightly believable to anyone with a working brain. This guy. <laughs> What's in the next edition? <laughs> Are you, was, wasn't there one more here? Or you already used that one? Yeah, we already went through the bring back the hound hunts letter. Uh, let, me, let me check here. Burn a little time. Uh, check the old unedited general news. You mentioned the burn ban. Uh, there should we'll be the, an Alex should have a story on Tanino hiring a new boys basketball coach. Yep, that's already up on cronline.com, so you can check oh, that out. Oh, my question on that was will he he'll still work at WF West for teaching? Uh, I don't know. Is it in the story? I don't know. I didn't read that part. I don't well, think you I should read, read the story. <laughs> I didn't read that part. Which was part? it in, was it in, was it in there? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't read I don't it know either. <laughs> Sports outside my jurisdiction. 
Uh, yeah, we'll have an update on the Svensson Recall No Show. At least that's how Isabel slugged it. There's a bluegrass festival coming in South County. It'll be a lot in this paper. Bluegrass festival. I dare yeah? say it could be our finest hour. Wow. Thursday edition. Well, it really isn't going to be. So don't bring <laughs> don't don't bring that expectation. Is there going to be a uh, STP preview? Uh, no, we already we already did that. We previewed it and threw it in the calendar. It's happening. Do you want to do STP opposing columns, pros and cons of yeah. bicycles? STP's fine. Two wheels, good. Three wheels, better. I'm not a bicyclist hater. Last week, I wasn't a cryptocurrency hater either. We had one comment that thought we were making fun of them, and I think we were just saying we didn't understand it. And yeah, we were kind of making fun of them. I wasn't. I was. I am one of them. Not me. Yeah, Franklin's <laughs> like, I am one. That's rude. I am one. <laughs> uh, in closing, we're sponsored by Summit Funding and The Roof Doctor. Leave a review and rating on Apple Podcast if you want. It makes no difference to me. We will talk to you. And Franklin, not an axe guy. Franklin, uh, definitively not an axe guy. We'll talk to you next week. He's totally an axe guy.